Suzanne? There's something that I've been thinking about for a while now. What's that? It's really important and it lives in loop in my head forever. Um, oh. Basically, it's the scene in Avengers Ultron. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah. Where Steve takes a block of wood. Uh-huh. And rips it open. Yeah. With his bare hands. Yeah, yeah. I don't trust a guy without a dark side. Call me old-fashioned. Well, let's just say you haven't seen it yet. How do people not talk about this more? Um, I, you know, I think it's one of those things where like everyone knows about it, but yeah. like everyone also knows like if we talk about it too much, it will yeah. change the course of history. It will. You know, like like I'm thinking about about Tony Stark just standing across from Steve Rogers, mm -hmm. watching this all go down, and somehow finding the will and the mm -hmm. courage to not immediately just like pounce, pounce on 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 this on this, Steve. Uh, yeah. Like, I, I, how how do you if like if you want if you're if you're a sexual being that wants to interact with another yeah. being in and that if it's way, consensual and everything, like, yeah, dude, like, like, oh my oh god, oh my gosh, I just, ugh, and like his arms just bulging, and then he, there's just like a beat where it's like silence, and they're like, should we kiss? And then they're like, no, we have to continue this conversation. Oh my god, you know, I'm thinking about what what you said before we started recording about how like the person who told um, Chris Evans to do that, like, yeah. like how they knew exactly what they were doing, they had to. So they that had person, to. I say thank you for your service. It does not go unnoticed, and we greatly appreciate you. Blessings. Mm -hmm. When you're watching a show and you get really sad Cause the characters are straight and the writing is bad The producers and creators just won't listen to us Only ask for the bare minimum, they say it's too much That's when Zane and Eliana come into play We'll make it gay Don't worry, we'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay I'm Eliana. And this is Make, Make It Gay, a podcast where we explore all aspects of pop culture and discuss what it would mean if everything had a queer and trans lens to it. Oh, God, what a world that would be. Oh, what an amazing world. World hunger would go away. We'd have world peace. Truly. Everyone would be in plaid. I know. It'd be, there'd be a plaid shortage. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> you know, it's funny because I, I am both a queer and a trans person. Yes. I own one piece of plaid clothing. You know, I don't own any plaid clothing. <gasps> it's, I gotta get on that. Uh, are, are we cis and straight? Um, I really hope not. <laughs> no, 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 no. We gotta fix it. We gotta fix it. We gotta oh fix it. Oh my God. We'll fix it. It'll be fine. It'll oh, okay. Be fine. okay, okay, okay. Um, so, you wanna talk about some gay news? Hell yeah, I wanna talk okay yeah some gay news um do you want me to go first or do you want to go first i want to hear yours first okay so my gay news is i'm having a really good hair day oh my gosh that's gay news i love my gay news i love um, it to the listeners at home earlier today i was frustrated because my hair was falling in my face and then it dried and that was so buoyant it looks so good thank you it looks so thank good so what's your yeah. gay news my gay news is that Jojo Siwa is making history on Dancing with the Stars yes, she is. as being the first person to dance with a same-sex couple on the show. Yeah, she is. Which is wild. Yeah, she's also like 17. I know, and she's done so much. Girl, like, girl is the epitome of like following yourself. Following yourself, truly. She has had so many haters I like know. making fun of her bows and her rainbows and her glitter her and who hair. she is, and she has honored herself and has also let herself change, but not because of other people's opinions. Yes. She has changed because she has wanted to, and she still keeps parts of herself with her from her past. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Like, and it's amazing that she's able to do that at 17 and yeah. like was able to, 
because I know she was on Dance Moms and like that yeah. that was probably a whole thing and yeah. like I can't imagine what that does with your confidence at yeah. such a young age. Yeah. But she's like at least with the way she presents to us like really strong and like happy yeah. and just like being who she is. So it's go Jojo Siwa. Go Jojo Siwa. I hope you win. Make I know. Yeah, win. Honestly, she probably went. She's a dancer. So <laughs> wait, she probably will win. Is this fair? Like <laughs> Is it fair on Dancing with the Stars when dancers actually get to be on the show? You know. Let's talk about some ships into the night. Yeah. So this segment is where we're going to be thinking about some ships, which are different pairings of characters from different movies or TV shows or different areas of media that might be well-known or might actually be a little bit more of a hidden gem. And we're just going to talk about them and make a case for these two characters. Yes. And what are our two characters that we're talking about today? Oh my gosh. Well, if it wasn't evident by our (laughs) first opening conversation, our two characters today are one Tony Stark, a.k.a. Iron Man, and one Steve Rogers, a.k.a. Captain Captain America. America. Collectively known as... Stony. Oh my gosh. Zan, Zan, can you you talk a little bit about about the Stony pairing and why it might work? Well, I think Stony works because you're getting two characters from office, opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. You get Steve, who grew up in the 40s, mm-hmm. who was poor, mm-hmm. who was very sickly, did not have a lot growing up. Mm-hmm. And then he's thrusted into this new world of the 21st century mm-hmm. where he has access to pretty much everything. He's given these superpowers where now he's strong and he's healthy, but still he's the same Steve of the 40s mm-hmm. on the inside. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And then you have Tony Stark, who's, what's it? what does he say? Um, Oh, darn it. What's the phrase that he says? Um, something bi- something billionaire th- philanthropist. Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. The but, moral of the story is he's rich, he's hot, he can get any person that he wants. Yes. And so he gets, a, he like has all the people that he wants in the movies. We only see him with cis women. Mm-hmm. So who knows what is, we don't know what his sexuality mm-hmm. is. We don't know what any of these people's sexuality mm-hmm. is because they never explicitly say it. Mm-hmm. So canon is not necessarily that they're straight. Mm -hmm. So gay until proven straight. So anyway, (laughs) or queer. Let's say queer until proven straight. Because they both have relationships with cis women. One of them has relationships with one of his relatives, but from the past before gosh, she was born, which is gosh. just so weird. It's like why? So like like oh. why 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 do why do writers go to such lengths to avoid queer relationships? It's very strange. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And like there's not a lot of chemistry between the two of them, no. and it's very much that so that they were forced together. Yep. Just for the plot to be like, oh, now this blonde hair, blue-eyed person is with this other blonde hair, blue-eyed person. Mm-hmm. Yay! Woo-hoo. No. So I believe Tony and Steve should be together because they are like each other's yin and yang. Mm-hmm. They balance mm-hmm. each other out. Mm-hmm. Steve keeps Tony humble mm-hmm. and Tony challenges Steve yeah. on his old thoughts of yeah. also his own ideas of like his old way of thinking of things. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm also thinking about like like maybe at some point if Steve is queer and you know has feelings for Tony he's from the 40s which was a time where being openly queer or in this case being an openly gay male that was very masculine presenting yeah super not okay within the world of of 
um, societal norms. Yeah. You know? And he had, he was very close with his friend Bucky. Yeah. You know? So maybe that was a person that he, that was pretty much his only friend that yeah. we pretty much see. Yeah. And especially if we're just talking from the movies and like from the comic books, don't come after me if there are other friends in the comic books. I, I, yeah, I, I we're, just, we're, we're talking strictly about the MCU. Strictly right MCU now. right now. This is what we're doing. But so if Bucky was his only friend and like, I'm sure that friendship went beyond just a type of like brotherhood mm -hmm. or or just like a, a, a bond of friendship. It goes beyond that because like Bucky helped nurse him when he was ill. Yeah. They did everything together. And then yeah. when he went off to war, he lost. He literally broke the law so he could follow his friend yep. into war. Yep. So I don't know what a, like if you're setting up a love story, that's it, yeah. you know, for that. Yeah. And then he watches his friend die right yeah. before his eyes and yeah. he's completely devastated yes. by it. Yeah. You know? And then later on, his best friend is trained to kill him. Oh my god. Or is gosh. brainwashed to kill him. Yeah. And the only thing that breaks him out of that is, is true love. True love. <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about Steve and Steve Bucky. And Bucky. We're, we're talking, talking about, about Steve and Tony. Steve and Tony. Steve and Tony. So what are some examples, Eliana, in the movie that you feel like can represent either the what like the first moment that there was a spark between the two of them what do you think is like the first moment that oh, was happened in the gosh, mcu gosh 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 there are a lot the first one i i would say would be in avengers mm -hmm. when they're kind of like sizing each other up yep. um on the on the 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 air carrier Hello craft, craft or ship thing the, yeah. the the thing in the sky the thing in the sky <laughs> <laughs> um and and they're like trying to like make the other one feel like oh i don't know if i should be here but neither mm -hmm. one of them are backing down and like you you can you can feel the tension why shouldn't the guy let off a little steam you know damn well why back off oh i'm starting to want you to make me yeah there's like the tension is palpable. Mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. there's so much sexual tension because literally he's like put on the suit and we can go a few rounds i'm like oh my gosh mm -hmm. like if that was a scene what we all know what that would lead to yeah. oh, Hundred percent. One hundred percent. Another one of my favorite scenes is um is the final fight sequence in Civil War, mm -hmm. um where they're just literally beating each other up yeah. in uh, like the basement of Hydra. Yeah. Um, and it's just so sad because you know that what they both really need is to talk. Yeah. And a hug and to cry. Yeah. But they don't know how to deal with their anger healthily. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and they don't want the other one to be hurt, but they're both hurting because of the other one. Yeah. So it's just like this really bad cycle. And when Tony finds out that Steve is responsible for the death of his father, Oof. like it's just it, the, It's heartbreak. He yeah. breaks his heart. He's like, yeah. You've broken my heart, basically. Yeah. Yeah, and there's so many layers there, but it all comes down to the fact that they're so mad at each other because they care about each other so yeah. much because of everything that they've been through. Yeah. I think a good example of showing that they do care about one another is the, I call it the pin scene mm. in Civil War, mm -hmm. when basically Steve is about to sign the accords with Tony in the room mm -hmm. and he's like and it's this great like the, the acting is amazing in mm -hmm. this scene I just like the scene also because the <laughs> acting because it's just like wow this, this two actors just knowing what they're doing yeah, and like yeah, yeah. it's really fun to watch but the way that Steve just like he takes the pen and he kind of walks away and then he's like so there would be like regulations right and like there would be amendments and like things we would like mm -hmm. change it up and like Tony like there's a spark and he's like of course of course like this isn't like mm -hmm. set in stone like we're gonna change it up and like there's a moment of like okay we see them like willing to work with one another mm -hmm. and then 
Tony mentions Wanda being trapped in this yeah. at the facility, and then Steve gets mad because that triggers his thoughts of people being trapped in the 40s and being yeah. like locked up and not that 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 whole thing and yeah. everything. But it's just a great scene of showing like how far they've come in their relationship from yeah. the first Avengers movie, you know? Yeah. And where they are now. And I think that I think that too it should be known that if they were if they are together, then they should definitely have therapy. Yes. Cuz they obviously don't know how to talk to one another. <laughs> They just fight. So they would need to go to therapy to be able to talk things yeah. out. But then they also have some more lightheaded moments. Lightheaded yeah. moments. So like like at the beginning of Age of Ultron, when Steve doesn't curse. Yes. And Tony just starts to make fun of him. It's great. And it's, it's just like such cute, playful banter. Yeah. What would be your revision of how that phase of the MCU ended with Steve and Tony? How would you change it up? Well, okay, question for you. Yeah. Does Tony still die? Uh, yeah, Tony still dies. Okay. okay. Yeah. Ooh. Okay, I don't know if I would have Steve go back to mm-hmm. be with Peggy. Mm-hmm. Um, Why do you think that doesn't make sense first? Let's talk about that. Well, I mean, it, it feels so forced because, mm-hmm. like, yes, Steve misses this person that he loves and cares mm-hmm. for from when he is... Um, you know, sensed into the future, uh, our present. Um, but like after everything, yeah. after everything that they've gone through, the one thing that he is thinking about is Peggy, yeah. you know, which like, I understand from a perspective of like one true love, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. But I don't, uh, there, there, there was not enough substance yeah. in these 20 something movies to justify Steve's headspace being well i've saved the world my best friend has died i'm gonna go back in time and completely change the timeline yeah because i want to be with this girl that i love and fancy so much that i knew for like a week yeah yeah and you've known tony for years yeah and like and like if if people make the argument of like yeah but but steve and peggy like they went through so much together they have to be together no no! Also, Steve and Tony went through so much yeah. together. Yeah, yeah. And Peggy's like her own woman. Like, oh Peggy God, lived a full life. Peggy got her own spinoff series. Truly, her own entire spinoff series where she had, like, other relationships with other people and, yeah. like, was not thinking about Steve. Like, she wasn't just thinking about Steve all the time. She, yeah. She moved on. Yeah. And she yeah. had a full life. So yeah. let her, if you truly love that person, let you would let go. them go. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, if I were to change it, I would probably still have Steve go back in time, but this time, like, start an alternate reality where, like, he is with Tony. Yeah. You know? You know? And, like, like I, I, I think, like, post-Avengers. Yeah. Like, post the attack on New York in 2012. Mm-hmm. But, like, they deserve a happy ending. They do. They really do. It'd be nice to have, like, they have their happy ending in this other timeline. And then at one point when they grow old, Steve decides to go back to mm-hmm. the original timeline mm-hmm. to make sure it's not all messed up. Yeah. Yeah. And so. Yeah. What would you change? I would change. I, cause I like your version, but I'll do another version okay. of basically that Steve ends up moving on and like tries mm. to honor Tony's life of mm. being like, you need to live captain like cap. Like mm. you gotta, you gotta let go of the past because that's just holding you back from being able to see what can happen in the future. Yeah. And so I would see it at to- that Steve 
would move on possibly with Sam. <laughs> with Sam, because I think Sam's a great character and so lovely. And like would be really supportive for him. And they would like end up first like deepening their friendship and then they would fall in love and mm. then they would like visit Tony's grave every year or something yeah. like that, really sweet or something yeah. like that. And like, I feel like that they would have a really healthy relationship yeah. of mm-hmm. like with really good communication. Cause I think that that's one of like Tony's character flaws is that he is so hot headed and so arrogant mm-hmm. that like the fact that Pepper Potts loves him is like, great, good, good for you, girl. So good for you, go for Stan, it. We, we love a healthy queen, but like, Sam and Steve would be so good for each other. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But I think that that can only happen if Tony is truly out of the picture. Yeah, truly out of the picture. Yeah. And truly gone and cannot yeah. come back. Yeah. And Steve need, would need time to move on as well. Yeah. And heal. Yeah. That's our case for Steve Rogers and Tony Stark. We will not be taking questions. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it for the fans. Whoa! So this segment is where we read fan fiction from different amazing people online, um, whether it be from archive of our own or from Wattpad mm-hmm. or from Tumblr or from the di- many different sites that allow you to create and read fan fiction. Mm-hmm. We will be making sure that these artists mm-hmm. are represented in our what's it called summary of mm-hmm. the episode so you can check it out yourself because we won't be reading the entire fan fiction because we'll be here all night if we do which honestly is a great way to spend a night but yeah. we also want to honor your time and we also have places to be yeah we got we're busy mm-hmm. yeah. we're popular we're we're right yeah we're popular we friends <laughs> okay so for this let's hear it for the fans we are reading a fan fiction called my new year's resolution is you by I'm going to just spell their name. It's I-Z-A-Z-O-V. Izazov. Izazov. It's on Archive of Our Own. Sweet. And the premise is Steve and Tony and New Year's Eve in Venice. So you want to tell us a little bit what happens before we start reading, Eliana? Sure. So we are immediately dropped into a very captivating story. Steve and Tony are meeting up somewhere in Venice. Steve was sent coordinates and the words be there by text from Tony They haven't spoken in a year and a half. Mm. And all that we know as a reader is that something happened in Siberia and there was a kidnapping. Tony and Steve were in a relationship up until this point and then something broke them up and they haven't spoken since that time. So Steve is very surprised to receive this text from his ex-lover. So in this fanfic, um, Steve goes to Venice to meet Tony. They talk for a little bit. Tony comments on the fact that Steve has a beard now. So in where we are picking it up from, there's a lot of tension. There's a lot of Mm -hmm. anger and frustration and hurt from both of them. And like we were talking about before, they don't really know how to talk to each other. Yeah. Um, So uh, in this reading of the fanfic, I will be reading Steve. I will be reading Tony. And I can read the stage directions. Great, let's do it. Stage directions. (laughs) Or the, the, the other... Description. Perfect. All right. I wasn't sure you'd come, Tony said after a moment, staring straight ahead. I promised you I would, Steve said, lifting his chin fractionally. The corner of Tony's mouth twitched, but the promise of a smile remained. Only that, a promise. Still not backing down from any fight, Steve? Steve's jaw went tight. I didn't travel halfway around the world to fight with you, Tony. Steve dragged in a harsh breath, making a conscious effort to stay calm. It was. If fight was what you were after, you shouldn't have sent me that message. 
Tony let out a low chuckle. It held no mirth whatsoever. He turned towards Steve, his mouth twisted into a bitter curve. Do you think I would have called you here, of all places, to tell you to go to hell? Tony said, glaring at Steve. But Steve could hear hurt underlying the bitterness of his voice. Steve swallowed thickly, memories of walking these streets alongside Tony, surging unbidden. Memories of laughter and entangled fingers of his hands mapping every inch of Tony's skin, of Tony's mouth closing around him as his eyes glinted, wicked, glinted wickedly. They had kissed here for the first time after Tony had kidnapped, had been kidnapped and Steve fought, fought his way to get him out. Steve might not have fallen in love with Venice, but here he'd finally admitted to himself that he had fallen in love with Tony Stark. Why did you call me, Tony? Steve said, his voice no more than a whisper, brittle and bleeding, not unlike the hope that was still burning inside Steve's chest. Tony spread his hands, his expression twisting into a pained grimace. It's New Year's Eve, and I don't want to spend another one without you. Tony trailed off, rubbing his knuckles against his face. And I'd rather try and fail at fixing things between us than keep on missing and being pissed off at you all the time. Tony lifted his hand, brushing his fingers across Steve's cheek for one brief fleeting moment before pulling it away. The missing you even more. Steve couldn't remember exactly deciding to move, but when his mind had caught up with his body, or was it his heart? He found himself with his arms firmly wrapped around Tony's waist, his mouth wordlessly tracing. I'm sorry. And I love you. Against the skin of Tony's neck. And when Tony's hand closed around Steve's back, equally as fierce, equally as desperate, Steve finally let, felt like he had come home. It's oh so my good! God. Oh my God. So one of the things that I love about fanfic is that we are able to be transported into different worlds that live within the universe that we know. Yes. You know? Like, like, <laughs> take that, Dr. Strange, in your multiverse of madness. <laughs> multiverse Give us something madness. gay, please. Please! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. It's so sweet. Yeah. And I feel like, because, like, some fan fiction doesn't, isn't in necessarily the person's voice. Mm -hmm. And people know, like, they note that usually. It's like, oh, yeah, this yeah. is not really in the person's voice. I'm yeah. just kind of doing whatever I want. And, like, of course, artistic expression. Do what you want. But I feel like this one really is. I could, like, imagine the MCU version of Steve and Tony yeah. saying these lines. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Absolutely. And it's just, it's just so, like, raw. Yeah. And like, oh, like you feel the hurt. You're just like, oh no, like yeah. all the pain. And he's just like, dude, I just want to be with you. I'm sick of fighting and I don't want another New Year's without you. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and it makes me wonder like, what's going to happen after this? I know. Are, yeah. and the, is, is this is this just going to be one night? I really hope not. I hope not. They deserve each other. Oh, they deserve each other. <laughs> oh, goodness. It's just, it's so well written too. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so beautiful and... Um, is that, is that I hope you, you've probably written more. We can like, we'll have a link to their, um, archive of our own page so that you can see their other works that they've done. But this is a really beautiful, short little fic, yeah. you know, and it has a hopeful ending. It says hopeful ending. <gasps> so maybe. Yay. Yay. <laughs> That's so exciting. Y'all should like, let us know what your favorite fan fictions are. Yeah, and if there's any Steve that you want Tony. us to read for any of the pairings that we might come across, which yeah. you won't know until we actually read yeah, it. Yeah, actually so do it. Scratch that, but send us your fanfic anyways. So send us your fan fiction or your favorite fan fiction of Steve and Tony at makeagaypodcast at gmail.com and maybe we'll read it on future episodes and we'll just highlight, we'll make sure to highlight you and let you know that thank you so much for sending it and everything. Maybe we'll get... Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. onto the show and they'll read it. I don't know. Uh, I don't know. We can yeah. let's see. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Let's make it Anything's happen. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Yeah. All 
Our next segment is called Bowl of Gays. The reason that we came up with this name is because one night, Zan and I were eating pasta, specifically bolognese. And we were trying to come up with a name for this segment, and I said Bowl of Gays. Because I have terrible, terrible puns in my brain at all times. So in Bowl of Gaze, we have a bowl, and inside of this bowl are pieces of paper, and on these pieces of paper are names of queer and trans celebrities out in the world. We're going to pull these names and do some hot take. We want to preface this to say that this will all be positive, and we do not know these people, Mm -hmm. so we're just literally talking about what we know about them based on what their... Public personas are. Exactly. Great. All right, you want to pick the first name? Yes, okay. I want to pick right, the first right. name. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited! Okay, our first bowl of gays is Wanda Sykes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I actually don't know a whole bunch about Wanda Sykes. I know that she's married to this French woman. Really? Yeah, she's married to this French woman, and like, because she had her comedy special, and she kept like imitating her wife. And she was like, my wife is like, bonjour, comment ça va? And I was like, oh my goodness, amazing, that's lovely. But like, she's done so much for the queer community. Yeah. Do you remember those commercials from like the mid two thousands of like the the that's so gay campaign? Hillary Duff was also in it. It's it's okay. Oh yeah. Where where, where Wanda Sykes is like, you shouldn't say that's so gay when you really mean stupid. <laughs> oh gosh. I remember the I'm one, sorry, the one Wanda. in the one in the um, clothing store. That's with Hillary Duff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Hillary Duff was like, that's like the same thing as saying like, that's so girl who wears a shirt as or a skirt as a top or something. And then the yeah. girlfriend is like, Pfft. yeah. Um, but we love Wanda Sykes. Yeah, we She's love her. Hilarious. Wanda, She's awesome. Thank you for being you. Thanks for all that you do. Do you want to do one more? Let's do one more. Let's do one more. I really hope. I really hope it's the person that we both said at the beginning. I know. I really hope so. Oh, it's Jojo Siwa. <laughs> Amazing. That's perfect. Oh, my God. Oh, Jojo Siwa. Um, we, you know, we've we've said so much about her. Yeah. We, she's great. She's awesome. She's great. Like, Jojo, if you're listening to this, um, we support you. We love, love you. We love to have you on the podcast. Yeah. Let us know. Um, email us. And love to have you on the podcast. Talk to our people. Which is just which us. Is us. Which is just us. <laughs> which is just us. Oh, my gosh. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the first official episode of Make It Gay, a podcast by me, Eliana. And Zan. We uh, are going to be having new episodes coming out every week. week. (laughs) We're still figuring out our schedule, but we are aiming to do every week. And if we miss a week, that's okay, because we're both very busy people. Yes. And if you want to make sure you get all the updates from us, follow us on Instagram at Make It Gay Podcast. Yep. And we will see you next time. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Don't worry. We'll make it gay, make it gay, make it gay.